Welcome to the Uncapped Podcast, presented by Roast House Pub and Idiom Brewing Company in Frederick, Maryland, as well as Havoc Brew Supply, the one-stop shop for all of your brewery's needs. Check them out at hophavoc.com. Hey everyone, I'm your host Chris Sands, and today I am with Matt Thrasher and Paul Tinney, the two co-founders of Rockwell Brewery, and we are sitting in there currently under construction, although I guess the towards the, let's say the final stretch, right? Man, I hope so. <laughs> of yeah. their uh, brand new location on the, let's say the north end of Frederick. Yeah. So I, uh, I hadn't driven over here in forever. It does not look the same it's as the last time. It's changed a lot. A lot of growth over here. There yeah. are a lot of houses now. Yeah. <laughs> and there are a lot of businesses. I didn't realize that. And it's also crazy, like in Frederick, where how you can stay completely out of one area for so long that you like it looks completely different whenever you go to it the next time. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so, how long has this been in the works? Wow. Um, I mean, I know you bought the equipment went like five years ago, right? Well, <laughs> we've had the, coming up on two years um, um, in the summer. Yeah, that was that was an interesting road trip. Yeah, we picked up a brew house out of Jacksonville, Florida, and got most of it shipped. And then I followed the rest with a U-Haul van. Um, but that was the summer of 21. So... Was it? I was thinking it was all the way back in 2020, but I also have no, no concept of time whatsoever. Um, well, I mean, the the egg was hatched back then. We we were looking for a location, and um, we wanted very much to own our own building, and we courted a number of potential locations that just just didn't pan out. They just yeah. didn't meet the criteria of what we needed for the amount of space, where it was, parking, and not to mention the other one. What's that other one? Oh, yeah, price. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, yeah, you, you picked the time where real estate kind of yeah. got a little crazy. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, hindsight, what we, what we put into this lease is we, we probably could have set our bar a little higher and purchased it. <laughs> 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 yeah, what's, a, what's the... The amount they always tell you you should add to what you think something's going to cost whenever you're building out, and I don't think like, it's four or five hundred percent. That's what they say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, although I, I'm sure there are some benefits to being part of a a whole kind of industrial park because it looks like there there are other like customer facing businesses within this, aren't there? Oh yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it, there'll be a number. Uh, well, what I love is that we are in what I think was originally designed as sort of the uh, the Frederick Loop, right? okay. the Beltway, so to speak, oh, the Monocacy yeah. Boulevard that connects uh, 15 to 70 and goes all the way around. So all that, Christopher that, Crossing's part of Christopher that. Christopher Crossing so, yeah. all the way down. And it's almost, I guess it would almost be complete now, right? Or maybe it is. Done. I, I don't know. I don't know what else. I don't know how they're tying in uh, that loop over there on... Uh, Monocacy and and uh, East Street. There's another big development going okay. in there, but uh, 
Yeah, this is great. Great traffic, great access, great visibility. I was just going to say that you're, the visibility for where you're located is prime. Yeah. Even with your temporary sign hanging up there, it was very easy to zero in on where you were located. So, yeah, it was actually, yeah, it, now I remember it was 2021 because you had all kinds of issues getting your equipment up here. Because that was during the like ridiculous uh, shipping crisis yeah. time frame. Because yeah. what what you had to make didn't you have like freight trucks that just didn't show up? Or I remember why, why it being you want to dredge up old bad memories because Chris, people I mean, like bad stuff. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's a it's kind of an interesting part of the saga. Well, my favorite part of the saga is that we had to leave a bunch of stuff there because the flatbed we pulled up didn't fit at all. And I flew down by myself, rented a truck, and then had some pretty big equipment still left to load. So I'm on the side of the street in a shady part of Jacksonville, Florida, flagging down help from the, the ground and pulling 20s out of my pocket going, <laughs> want to help load a walk-in cooler into the back of a truck? So, yeah. Which 80% of that stuff you went down there to pick up, we don't even have anymore. Yeah, now we're so not, we've already you sold all of it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm giving it away. You went, you went through useless. all that trouble to get it and then didn't even use it. Use it. Does, that, make it, does that feel up. even better? Yeah, yeah thanks. That helps. <laughs> <laughs> you had a nice vacation, though. It was a, good, oh, great, it was a huge great road vacation. trip. Yeah. <laughs> great vacation. Everyone <laughs> dreams of those types of road yeah. trips. It was exactly. a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You're, yeah. Yeah, it was. Let's hope it's once in a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what, because that's where you got your, the new brew house and some of the fermentation tanks, right? We didn't get any tanks from there. Oh, okay. It was just. I, I, um, they were gone. This was a big place. They were uh, double, triple batching into 90 barrels. So. Wow. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, because it was a brewery that went out of business in Florida, right? Was well, it? he was, yeah, no, he's, he's still in business, but he, he was, um, he had two locations, two main locations. One was at the beach okay. and one was this in, industrial area. And that's what he was focusing in on the beach now. But I mean, who could blame him? So he was getting out of that big distribution, you know, oh, and area like switching area. to just like a tap room on the beach, more of a model than. Yeah. Cause you, I mean, you could buy his beer at one point in the airport. You know, so okay. that's how big he had built that brand. You know, so what, what was that? It was a Jacksonville Lager or something he called it. Yeah, I don't remember. It was Engine 15 was the name of his brewery. Okay. But he was also an airline pilot who did big Asian and European routes with two small kids. And, and ran so, a brewery? And had these big distribution out of the warehouse and then just a jumping seven-barrel system on the beach in Jacksonville. And the story he told me was... His wife woke up one morning and says, you got to pick one or the other. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's not and when you're gone yeah. for probably like a right. week or so at a time right. flying. And then your kids don't know who you are. And, yeah. you know, so. So what um, what size system did you end up with? Our brew house is uh, 25 barrels. OK, that's quite a jump from your previous one. Yep, it is. Not to mention the very first one. Oh, yeah, that's true. You had like a homebrew kit. We had a one-and-a-half barrel (laughs) system. Yeah. Yeah. So we more than doubled the first time to a a (laughs) three-and-a-half. Technically. Reach for the stars. (laughs) Yeah. So then 
Yeah, that's a, I don't want to do the math because I'll be wrong. That's a bit, quite a jump. Um, And so you're, the fermentation tanks on E Street, those are what, like seven barrels? Seven. And then what what are you filling here? I'm guessing 20s and 40s? 20s and 50s. Okay. Mm -hmm. That is a large jump in capacity. Yeah, it's easily 10x in capacity. Yeah. Annually, yeah. Is that um is the plan to use that up in distribution or mainly in the massive uh tap room that you're building? Well, ideally it would be in the tap room, yeah. right? So <laughs> yeah, that's profit, what we're shooting for. <laughs> for for profit margin, hopefully. Exactly. Yeah. But like that's one of the, the I mean your production area is nice, but even while under construction and the protective laminate still on things, the tap room looks like it's going to be very, very impressive. That's what we're shooting for. So uh, to kind of, you know, raise the bar you know, just for ourselves, um, we, you know, we feel like we're bursting at the seams right now where we're, where we're located. And, um, you know, when we first started, Paul and I were, you know, we, I remember having a discussion. We are like, let's just focus on this. We'll stay small. Everybody else is jumping up. We're getting big. Let's just stay. We're just going to focus on this tasting room. Are you looking for the words that we didn't know what we were doing? Exactly. <laughs> okay. Or we might have been smart. We actually yeah. might have known. Yeah. We might have been Now we call it wise and measured. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully, that's what, yeah. hopefully that's what it turns out to be. So, uh, um, yeah, um, you know, we were just, like I said, bursting into scenes. We were kind of, you know, felt like we had our hands tied from <laughs> – um, you know, from everything from music to how many people we could have in there to, you know, how much beer we could produce. And, um, because yeah, that's a big part of what you guys have always wanted to do is to have that live music aspect of the brewery. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that was a big part. And we found ourselves currently that we have to take it off site, um, which isn't easy. Right. So, I mean, the hyper local is great success. Um, you know, we can get over 2000 people or so in there, but again, we got to take everything. We got to move everything. We've got to, you know, market the heck out of it. And, uh, it's something we'll annually do, but, um, you know, we want to be able to have big bands on a weekly basis. Yeah. And that's the goal. Uncapped is brought to you by one of Frederick's original Maryland craft beer destinations located off of Urbana Pike, featuring a warm, inviting atmosphere and knowledgeable staff serving up fresh, locally sourced culinary creations and unique craft beers on tap. Open seven days a week, our friends at Roast House Pub invite you to enjoy a casual lunch, happy hour specials, delicious dinners, and specialty desserts. Follow them on social media to keep up to date on their monthly beer dinners, mom's spaghetti dinner battles, and what beer is being featured for Buck Above Monday. Idiom Brewing Company proudly offers a delicious variety of beers to satisfy the most discerning tastes. Best known for their wide array of IPAs, delicious fruited sours, and robust porters and stouts, Idiom has a simple goal in mind, to bring people from all walks of life together, to enjoy themselves and each other. Whether you're a hophead looking for explosively juicy IPAs, are one of the adventurous few looking to try boozy, sour, or complex flavors, or just looking to enjoy classic styles and seasonal favorites, they'll have a little something for you. Idiom Brewing Company is located in downtown Frederick, just south of the intersection of East Street and East Patrick Street, with ample seating directly on Carroll Creek. And there are 
I guess no residential rate here. Closest houses are fairly lo- far away, so there's no uh, no one to complain I, I <laughs> about not. the noise, even when you're operating within. If the, the uh, if the baguettes you know don't rise across the street, yeah. Yeah, that would be the worst. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, that's an added bonus. You can make friends with them and yeah. trade for fresh, uh, yeah. fresh baked goods. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, I, I meant to start off with the most important question, and that is, when are you brewing Big Crispy again? I haven't seen that in Man, a while. That is a great question. Yeah, that's. I don't even know if that's on the uh, rotation. Yeah, we gotta get it on. It's on the schedule. Yeah, we just don't have a date for it because it should be it should be it's been a while yeah do you want to modify it you still want it to be uh no i love i love it just the way it is it was uh what a check yeah yeah Yeah. my absolute favorite style beer although this dangerous uh malt beverage (laughs) right here is uh quite uh quite good and as i said dangerous because it does not taste like there is eight point six seven percent alcohol in that. Well, you missed the five three oh nine, but uh, <laughs> is that is that so? It's eight point six seven five three oh nine percent. We took a very accurate measurement. <laughs> it yeah. is the ABV. I mean, if it's one thing I think about Rockwell, it's precision. In the, <laughs> That's in, right. In their uh, ABV statements, <laughs> uh, it was fun because it came about. <clears throat> we have brew meetings where you know, like I said, Scott's brewed now over. 620 batches of beer on that, you know, three and a half barrel system. And every one of those is a, what are we going to brew next? Yeah. So it's going to be gone quick. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The routine is we all kind of collect ideas and we come together. I like to read the industry rags, what's trending and so forth. And then we, we pitch them basically in, in the group. And I'd read an article about two or three breweries who, who were trying to bring back sort of a rethreaded version of, uh, of a malt liquor, uh, just because it is so easy drinking. It's a style that, you know, people don't, are not drawn to, let's say, in, in the, the typical way that they, they are in other beers today. I mean, in my early drinking days, um, we definitely would get 40s of <laughs> Crazy Horse and right. other malt beverages. Right, but but for for a, you know, sophisticated craft yeah. beverage, you know, you don't you don't think of that. It's a shame that 40 ounce bottles are so expensive because <laughs> it would be really cool if craft breweries would come out with 40s, with 40s. Yeah. 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 But from what I've what I understand from like places I've talked to that have come out with them that like when they looked into 40 ounce bottles, like it was just ridiculously yeah. expensive to do. Yeah, so, well, the brown paper bag, we can put them in. We can put yeah. them in a brown paper bag. <laughs> yeah, so Scott, uh, we didn't have a name for it, and we were you know, trying to make the connection like we do with all our beers to something to do with the music and musicians or lyrics. And Scott came in and sat down and says, well, I took the final gravity on the malt liquor. It's 8.67. And I said, 5309? There you go, Jenny. You got your, you got your, <laughs> yeah. you got your name. That made it easy because yeah. you know I was going back and forth with some other ones, and uh, but that I mean that just that hit the nail on the head. So make, yeah. it, when they come up like that, that's pretty simple. This isn't the first time you've made it, right? You've yeah, made, absolutely. It is. It is. Yeah. I thought I've seen. Okay, first small. Like, uh-huh. See that? That's the branding right there. It's the marketing of it. Yeah, it, it just feels, feels like, like it's, it's always been yeah, there. It's high school. <laughs> it's like home. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Has it been well received? 
Uh, we're not sure. I mean, it's uh, we've only it's, had it up for what less than a month. Okay. Um, it does well. I think it's like you like you said when you first looked at it before you tasted it. It was like, oh my gosh, a malt liquor. I'm not, you know, like Paul was kind of you know touching on is that it has that kind of connotation that yeah. oh malt liquor. This thing is too big. I can't handle this. And um, you know, what did you think when you had that first sip? I mean, I think I said an expletive. <laughs> I mean, it, it it is good. It is on style, 100%. He nailed the flavor profile. Uh, but it does not, not at all taste like it has 8.67% uh, alcohol whooping your ass behind it. Yeah. <laughs> and I also love Kaboo, too. It's yeah. such a great West Coast. <laughs> Almost as good as Big Crispy. Oh, you mean Kabong? El oh, Kabong? yeah. yeah. What, you know. Yeah, yeah, I Whatever. do. Yeah. It's, the, it's the beer <laughs> it's a, talking. No one expects me to say the right thing. <laughs> take his, uh, yeah, take his 867 back. One of, mm. um, one of your former employees once told me he loved how confidently I was willing to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's a plaque your, your yeah. wife can put up in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. I asked them to make me a medal. Like I feel oh. like I'm a trophy. <laughs> most most willing to be wrong. <laughs> At least a t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So when when did construction on this start? Gosh, you're you're hitting on all these subjects. This is like an open wound, and you're sticking your finger in it. I mean, it's. <laughs> well, just wait. Cause I'm gonna fist <laughs> yeah. it soon. Oh, jeez. I'm gonna cut that. <laughs> We signed the lease uh, December the 8th, 2021, a day that will live in infamy. Mm. And uh, we thought we'd be open uh, the summer of 22, and um, that didn't happen. It's not that far off. <laughs> We're only going on a year. Yeah. <laughs> summer 23. No, we, we spring here, so... Um. How, how how yeah how how far away do you estimate you are now from being able to open? Well, so I guess um, so. Our liquor license hearing is April tenth. Okay, so, so I don't know when this is going to broadcast. This is probably already going to be after the fact, but uh, no. If you could, could blank be... that out so people don't show up with objections, I'd appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. No, it'll definitely it'll definitely be after that. Okay, because that's only two weeks away. Yeah. So yeah. we're looking at we're we're looking at the the first we're hoping for the first weekend of May. Oh no, I'm wrong. No, so yeah, we do. It's coming out tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so May, May, <laughs> May Day. Uh, yeah, we're hoping for May, and we're you know the first weekend. That's what we're shooting for, and having uh, you know um, having basically a bash that whole weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Even Sunday, we haven't. I think we've got lined up uh, Flatfoot Sam. Um, I think Saturday we've got lined up the Curly Brothers, and I think Friday night, um, I don't know that band. Um, Lars set them up, but I, I think it's a um, it, it, that's kind of the headliner. So uh, we're looking to blow it out that weekend, and and you know jump in head first and see what happens. Give everybody as long as the beer's a look. Flowing. Yeah. So it's really the way you will be operating. I guess will be very, very different now because not only is just this location very different because you have event space now, 
so much more capacity um, plus the way larger of a tap room, but now you're going to be operating two locations. So how have you, have you ramped up? You keep maybe? asking questions yeah. like we, we've done this before. Or something. <laughs> yeah. We really know what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> That's, is that, is that your theme? Just wing it. <laughs> yeah. Wing it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. Again, I, so, I mean, basically what I'm saying, it seems like it's going to be a lot harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it already is, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, we don't know yet. So once we get in here and we start really getting our footprint and getting behind the bar and really seeing how things flow and how things work, uh, we're going to have a new point-of-sale system over here as compared to the other one. Um, so we'll have that learning curve. Um, yeah, I really don't know, but we're excited about it. I mean, to be able to do events, private events, we really can't do private events now. We do we host them, but, I mean, we have to shut down the whole brewery, yeah. basically. Um so we've got that. We've got the music part. We've got um, with the event area, um, you know, we, we've got some cool ideas in mind. Um, we should, you know, our, our next phases, we'll have a beer garden out front. We'll have a deck out back. Um, so we're, we're, I mean, we're excited about it. The, it's endless possibilities. So, um, but yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be tough. We're going to have to roll our sleeves up again. But that's kind of, I mean, when we first opened, we really didn't know yeah. what we were doing either. And, you know, Paul and I were behind that bar Learned quite and a adapted bit. quickly. Yeah. We're going to hire all the other people that have done this before us. <laughs> you got to remember, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're just catching up. We yeah. were the last yeah. of the original breweries in town that did an expansion. You know, if you look around, well, I guess Attaboy opened up. Yeah, they just did right like away. And then they did the Barrel House, of, right? Yeah. Old Mother moved, Idiom uh, added, uh, added Monocacy did a, an expansion. Even Steinhardt. Steinhardt uh, did a huge, not yeah. beautiful expansion. And, uh, you know, we've just been bumping along best we can. So, yeah. Well, you made your humongous uh, beer garden. Yeah. At one time it was humongous. Um, but, again, I mean, we're happy with the space we have. We have yeah. a great clientele. We have a neighborhood group that comes in we have people that knows where it is plenty of parking and it's uh it's doing just fine yeah it's kind of become like just the neighborhood pub for yeah. behind you and then that whole group of housing what probably from like 7th to yeah 16th yeah uh, right yeah in that area so yeah we're happy with that place and uh we want it to continue to be successful and i think we have we'll have some balance and it's like you said i mean you got well, 1,500 new homes going in over here. You've got more building on, uh, you know, office everywhere. Space, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of commercial. I think, you know, our happy hours over here are going to be something different. I think just because of the, you know, just all the commercial aspect hey, you'll out You'll really here. be yeah. able to take advantage of happy hour type stuff. Yeah. With all the office space and businesses that are over here. It'll be and interesting the, to see. This has become such a major thoroughfare too oh, yeah. the, the traffic i Crazy. assume that comes past here is yeah. is immense i i said this to your uh, your coworker that you're racing to you know publish with <laughs> that i've always been amazed at how there are i don't even i've lost count 6 7 8 9 10 breweries in town i get asked all the time but i can never remember I, I how many remember there are <laughs> <laughs> and i've been to all of them and every one of them has their own vibe their own yeah. feel. 
You, uh, their their beer is is drinkable, but it's theirs. Yeah. Then there's and, there's the people who go th- go to all of them rotatingly, but right. each brewery has its strong core group of customers. Well, you're making my point. They they go to the other breweries because each environment is different. Yeah. The beer is a little different, and the the feel is different, and those things just sort of happen naturally. So the feel that we have at uh, the East Street location, yeah, what is, is that, one Paul? thing? What is our what's our feel? Oh. <laughs> Uh, give me another eight, six, seven. Uh, <laughs> uh, but this, this one will develop its own feel and, and yeah. vibe. And, and I kind of think like you really have no control over that. Do you? No, you really like, don't. It, like, you can provide like how you want it to steer, but ultimately it's the customers just that create that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but, I mean, like, you know, we've been asked, well, what are you calling this one? Well, we're, we're calling it the same thing. So we don't have, <laughs> I mean, it's a, but that's right. You're exactly right, Chris, is that it's going to, it'll, it, the people will dictate what really, what this is going to be called. Right. So we're really, look, we're kind of looking at this as a, you know, a tap room, you know, kind of vibe. And we're calling this kind of moniker. And it initially is the tap room. The one on East street is going to be the beer lab. Well, that'll be more, mainly our um, pilot system. We'll Can take I that suggest positive. something else that'll, be easy for dumb people like me to remember. Yeah, just call it Rockwell North and Rockwell East. Yeah, see that, and that's what it might. You know, right? <laughs> now you're scaring me. That means we need two more locations. That's <laughs> well, you may need them. So, and that gives you the option to just fill out a yeah. compass. Yeah. <laughs> so those are things. Like I wanted to touch as well today is that we get asked again, "Are you closing up the other one?" No, we're we're there for another four years at least, hopefully longer. Um, this one, our new spot, we're going to be here for quite some time. It probably might outlive both Paul and I, <laughs> but, uh, but the, the premise is too, we don't want to cannibalize. We understand that, right? Yeah. So we don't want to cannibalize both locations. So the, the current location is going to be more of experimental beer beers. We're going to use that even it's a, though it's a three and a half and we got seven barrel fermenters. We're going to use that as a, a you know pilot system and do some off the wall stuff. Now, are yeah, we I mean, going to do marshmallows? No, we're not going to put marshmallows <laughs> in beer. But why not? <laughs> I mean, the, but at that point, it just allows you to do stupid stuff when you're not relying. Like, just yeah. do ju- instead of double batching those tanks, just do three barrels of something dumb. I've, I've been pitching a beer called Cave Lick. What's it's, a, you know, it's a guano beer, and it you know has that earthy. If you, know, you need feel. anyone else to vote to 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 make sure it doesn't happen, I'm with you, Matt. You don't Just think that would with, sell a cave lick? No, <laughs> no, 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 I don't. I, don't hey, I think Paul might have to buy all of it. You said edgy stuff. What were the words you said? You said is that. Uh, I guess that out is there. Edgy. Well, whatever. That's out there. there there's edgy. a point where you fall off the edge. Okay. You know? <laughs> You may have found that edge. <laughs> and this is the guy that was afraid to call the beer Bitchin' Camaro because it said bitchin', you know? <laughs> All right. Well, that is a good name. <laughs> Cave Lick or Bitchin' Camaro? <laughs> I'll find a name for the guano beer. I'm Don't not worry. even, uh, that's not even where I'm against it. Oh. It's the thought of the beer that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Most people will read it as guava. See, and then oh, so you're gonna trick them, yeah, <laughs> or yeah, because they just won't know what that is, and they'll think, that's like, right. oh, that's a new spelling of that, one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, I definitely originally misunderstood 
what you guys were doing. Because for some reason, I thought you were just opening a production space. Uh, was that ever a plan or was it always the plan to I think do it was large production and another tap room? Great beer starts with great ingredients. At Havoc Brewing Supply, they offer a wide selection of premium hops, fruit purees, malt, cleaning supplies, and more. Their family-owned business is dedicated to helping you create the perfect beer. Havoc offers flexible contracts, lightning-fast shipping, and unrivaled customer service. Join the Havoc Brewing Supply family and elevate your brewing game. Shop small, brew big, grow together. Visit HavocBrewingSupply.com today to learn more. McClintock Distilling is Maryland's first and only certified organic distillery, handcrafting gins, whiskeys, vodkas, and cordials from non-GMO organic ingredients in downtown Frederick. Named the best vodka distillery in the country by USA Today, best gin in the world at the International Spirits Competition, and double gold at the World Spirits Competition for bourbon, rye, and gin. Open now for tours, tastings, and classes. Come sample the most awarded distillery in Frederick today. I think it was, it might have lasted for like a half an hour, right? And then and I was like, well, you know, Paul might have pitched, and I was like, well, that that's we're going to spend all this money on a production site. Then, I mean, we've got you've got to capitalize on yeah. it, right? You've got to open up another tasting room. That's where you know that's where the margins are. And while People it's come not in the cheap, door. it's definitely cheap compared to building out the, <laughs> right. the production side. Well, relatively <laughs> speaking, then, it should have been right if we would have just done plywood. <laughs> well, plywood so that. <laughs> So that is something I definitely took notice of uh, when you were showing me around, Paul. You you didn't skimp on building that out, for sure. We want it to <laughs> pop. When you walk yeah. in, you, you should have a, a an awe moment. Might not last very long, but you'll at least <laughs> you'll at least recognize right away that it's uh, it's uh, more than a a warehouse look. Yeah, yeah. It, it's the like all nice materials and quality fixtures. Basically just everything was nice. <laughs> Are you saying we could end up being like the, the hookup place? Is that so possible? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I mean, night. where, where you're located near, I mean, townhomes that I believe start at like $400,000 or more, or more yeah. like that may be like oh, yeah. the cheap dirt ones. So right yeah. there. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I guess you, you kind of do need or want to be a uh, higher end. If you want to draw in the, your local, are you saying we can raise prices? Cause oh, Matt yeah. and I have this. <laughs> Here we I, go. We haven't raised prices <laughs> since we opened. At this moment in time, I would say no, you cannot. Yeah, well, that's how we that's since, how we come down on it. Yeah, is. because there is that that's one of the the complaints I keep hearing from brewery owners is that while everything is costing exponentially more expensive, there's extreme downward pressure on pricing. Well, and there's a thing, right? There's the adage, right? Do you want to, you know? sell 10 beers at nine bucks or do you want to sell a hundred beers at five bucks? So, yeah. um, you know, we, we do go back and forth with that. Um, but it, you know, like I said here, we're going to have a happy hour crowd here too. So we yeah. understand that we understand that we need to cater to that, whatever that means. I don't, you're not going to get a bucket of, you know, you're not drinking with dads for, <laughs> for five bucks, but you know, um, but we plan on doing something like that. 
Um, I would think though too, like with your scaling up, that that will sure. cut your costs yeah. a little bit, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Actually, it, I mean, it, probably a tremendous it, amount. It, it does. going from what? Well, I can pull a spreadsheet out for you if you want, but yeah, oh, the overhead goes up, the costs are up, but well, yeah, true. the batch like size every- is up. <laughs> No, we we just we recognize it's not the time to stick it to your customer, right? Yeah. Our costs are up for sure, but um, I'd rather have uh, customers say, "Well, at least you know what we recognize as the price of a beer at Rockwell is is still stable." Yeah, you know. I mean, I would get, if you want to deter people to coming, I would say, "Yeah, definitely raise the prices." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you? Um, considered messing with packaging sizing yet or are you sticking with all 16 ounce cans because that definitely seems to be like a growing trend of putting core beers in 12 ounce cans um well i'll tell you my view on it matt may have a different view but i i don't think that's our decision that's some that's a pull decision in the distribution channel and what i hear because we're not widely distributed right now is that 12 ounce six packs is what is more prevalent now. And we've been we, doing I mean, 16 ounce fours for a long time. We're set up that way, but it's not a big deal to change that. So. Yeah, your canning line can switch over, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it was, it was probably Cushwell. It was either Cushwell or Sapwood. I think it was Cushwell that had the conversation with where it's just, it took like us in that craft beer bubble. To realize, like normal beer drinkers prefer twelve ounce cans. <laughs> well, when I walk into a store, I recognize the craft beer by the sixteen ounces, and I see more now, twelve ounce. Yeah, it's it's you know, more and more yeah. constant. At least yeah. it's just like the regular brands. Yeah, like you're, like drinking with dad. That would right. be a perfect yeah. candidate for being in a twelve ounce can. Yeah, right. And that's a beer. That's a perfect beer that you just said because that's that's such an underrated. Pilsner, and that's probably it. I mean, we don't we don't push a lot of the blind ales and the Pilsners out out into distribution, even though that we don't have enough capacity to even put much out in distribution is right now. Is a bit, but that that's a prime thing. Four pack of that, it, you know, what at, in the sixteen ounce cans, it you know, everyone you talk to, all the retail outlets are like, oh, that won't that won't do as well because it's a it's a Pilsner or a blind ale. Um, so that's but that's a. That that beer is one that I think is underrated and we can push out in the distribution if we package it right and get it out there right and price it right. <laughs> and I'll just spit it all over myself. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't like spit it right into there. That would have been bad. We wouldn't have been finishing this uh, interview, and I would have been crying. <laughs> um, it's a great beer. You're right. It, it definitely deserves uh, a little more attention. Yeah. Um. So Rockwell East will, uh, and that's from now on, that's definitely what I'll be calling them. East, East Street, sure. Because I guess technically we probably are east of that one, right? Yeah, we're also east of that, Yeah, we're, I don't care. I don't have to make sense. Uh, Rockwell East will become the Scott's playground to mess around and make weird guava guana well yeah (laughs) find the edgy stuff yeah look at the trends things that may not necessarily sell a lot of right let's let's see what we can do there that uh you know drives craft beer in a direction that you know we think is fun 
It is, it, it, is, it is more about just being creative, being fun. And if you get one that you stumble on, you go, okay, not so great. We've never had one of those, have we, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> they all sell. We've never dumped something out. So, Oh, really? Well, that's a, yeah. I mean, that's an accomplishment. Yeah. We have the Camp Granada one every now and then. Well, that's the, yeah. That's all marketing, buddy. That's, once we figure that out, right? It's all about the name. Beer tastes good. Uh, so will will the you'll serve beer brewed here there? So like your more mass produced beers, uh, yeah, wider audience, absolutely. Say beers will still be on tap. Over we'll there. be able to uh, service, uh, act as a contract brewer for the smaller site. Yeah, but the majority will be um, different over there. Okay, right. So we've got what do we got? Well. With the kegerator, we have 15 taps over there. So we have 12 main taps, and then we put three sours up. Um, so it'll be, yeah, it, we'll, we'll keep, you know, Rapture, Big Juicy, or whatever, you know, whatever are blind. Big Crispy. And, yeah. Big Crispy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> right. But Paul's exactly right. I mean, it's it's trying the different stuff. I mean, you're never going to come up with a, a new Big Juicy if you don't try new stuff. I mean, yeah. I know that sounds simple, but... We find ourselves, we pigeonhole ourselves, probably just like a lot of breweries, in that, oh, that beer sold great. Let's make it again, right? And then you make it again, you make it again. Next thing you know, they're all rotating, right? But they're all the same beers. And that's what, you know, that's what's going to give us the opportunity to do is like, all right, we can do these solid beers here because we got big batches. We don't want to screw up a 20-barrel or 50-barrel batch. Yeah. But there we can say, all right, let's play around with this thing, right? So we've got you know, three and a half barrel to seven barrel fermenters, we can split that stuff up if the tanks are sitting and we can make, you know, we can make iterations of, of a lot of different styles and a lot of different beers and just kind of play with it. We can hop up a half of ice, half of ice or whatever. I mean, we can do whatever, whatever we want. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Because I would assume that it was really hard to experiment too much when, like you're only able to make so much at a time while still making sure you're making beers that you know are going to sell to keep the tap room fed. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's one of those things where you, you, you got to commit. You got to say, okay, well, we're going to take a chance on this. Um, but then along the brewing process, you know, you can taste it, you can make alterations if you need to. But yeah, we've had some that just didn't work out and uh, they're not here now. <laughs> Have um, do do you plan on doing a lot more barrel aging over here now that you have space? Oh yeah, I think Scott's really excited about that as well. Is right, really doing real sours, you know, to where we can we can just we can let them, you know, just go till they're ready. Yeah, yeah, we can you know disease them in the barrels and see what comes out. Right, is that, that's a marketing term. <laughs> oh yeah, people love it. That's good, and we're gonna call it cave lick. That's the first. Yeah. One. <laughs> We'll put the barrels in the cave <laughs> and then scrape the guano off the barrel mm. as it seeps through. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I was at Landmade earlier this week, and it's kind of cool. Like, they have a cool ship that they're going to fill and just let it sit oh, yeah. outside on the farm to yeah, collect. Make, sure. Yeah, collect all the farms. I've never been out there. Where, where is Poolsville? Yeah, I haven't been beautiful, there. Yet. Beautiful place. Hmm. Um. So are you are you gonna can because you self distribute now, right? We do. Are you yeah. gonna continue with that, or do you do you think you'll need to sign on with a distributor? 
Well, well the, we're going to see what happens. Yeah. I mean, the yeah, engine is going to be the tap wane, room. Yeah. Know, wait and, and see what. We, we've got um, some runway here to be able to just see how much we can produce, how much we want to turn. And, you know, from a business standpoint, we certainly want to, you know, maximize the asset, the investment, and turn those tanks. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. I would love to have uh, two or three styles, two or three brands really make an appearance in the state, but do so in a way that uh, they're being pulled into the market because people want them. Like right. Big Crispy. Like Big Crispy, yeah. exactly. Big Crispy. We're going to send you out on tour. You're going to go. Out, you're going to be doing Merv Griffin before the nights. <laughs> Who? <Pushing> Big Griffin. <laughs> How? Um, so let's talk like size wise. What is the uh, capacity of the new tap room? How many people can you fit in there? Oh wow! So we've got basically the tap room and the events is cavernous. Kind of area. Yeah, so they <laughs> they kind of connect, right? Yeah. So it makes a little little bit of an L. So I think combined, uh, we're we're probably looking at about four four hundred three fifty to four hundred people, um, and that's nightly. I mean that open, and, but it also like opens the door for so many possibility of cool events too that you could oh, yeah. host and put on in the tap room. Yeah, I think, you know, we were just having, so we had our kegs and eggs event, you know, a few weeks ago. And, and I was telling Paul when we were there, you know, it was, again, it was, a, it was at capacity, right? All the seats were taken. Because, yeah, I mean, what's, what's your capacity uh, on Rockwell East? Yeah, it's hundred. Yeah. If we take the, you know, take the furniture out, but yeah. So I was talking to Paul. I was like, you know, what I think happens is that people know, all right, when we have the events now, when it's not warm weather and they can go out into the beer garden, is that, all right, it's going to be packed in yeah. Rockwell. It's packed in there. So it's like, all right, we, are we going to get there early and, and stake our claim or should we just, you know, it definitely probably de deters people from even right. trying to come out. But yeah. So here, I mean, I think with the sky's the limit, and that's just yeah. inside. So once we get the deck, you know, so the deck that we're talking about, it's kind of like if you've ever been to 1623 yeah. in Sykesville, right? So we've got the same thing. We've got three uh, glass garage doors that will open up out eventually out into a deck, out into the back, and then we'll have a beer garden out here, you know. Is that well. um, is that a immediate thing, or is that like a phase two where you'll do that? Phase two, when Paul, you know, or – when one of us, the, the scratch off, I think that I have right now is going to hit a hundred grand. So I, I think that's, that's going to cover it. <laughs> we got to bump off some relatives. I guess. Right. Get, get some get inheritance. inheritance yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't say that. No, man. Mine, mine. Yeah. Well, owe money. <laughs> um, yeah, that's going to be really cool because yeah. it, it at least backs out into a, um, not as like super busy area where stuff be, so it'll be semi quiet, I guess. Oh, it's a beautiful view there. back yeah. there. Beautiful, yeah, it's a gorgeous view. <laughs> <laughs> we can make it pretty. <laughs> Put up some high. <laughs> like, well, let me build kind of like how you have it built. Let me tell you, the the, the benefit of being outside is that that French bakery right across the oh, street. Yeah. About four or five o'clock, they start baking the bread for tomorrow morning's pickup. Is it, is it a oh, strong aroma over here? It's 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 amazing. That's awesome. It makes me want to drink beer. So I don't know. That. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna plan, try to make that a Pavlov's dog type thing, <laughs> like where everyone Frederick, where they smell baked goods, they want a beer. If they're listening, <laughs> we're gonna have to do a collab on some sort of a yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know what would it be. Some kind of bready, right? Yeah. They're the easy. You find a dime a dozen, bready, yeasty, yeah. Blondale or something. Um, I had another question lined up, but I had too, too much eight, six, seven. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here all night right this is going to like midnight and this is gonna be this yeah, i think that was the no i i need to edit this and get it um launched quickly because they'll be releasing the newspaper article sometime this night this evening oh. online oh. that will promote this podcast <laughs> so oh boy. there go subscriptions right there yeah <laughs> so i mean maybe we won't be around next week yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um so let's do a, a quick rundown of the important things um when when is the planned opening uh first weekend of may where what is the best way for people to keep up to date the progress of here and just in general what's going on at Rockwell well I mean we've, we've just been teasing it but I mean it's it's what I think all of us kind of live by is Instagram and Facebook I mean that's the main things yeah so follow us it's just Rockwell Brewery it's pretty simple brewery not brewing <laughs> <laughs> and um when can people get Big Crispy again all right, we're gonna we're, we're all right. Gonna, all right, right that, we're, we? we're sitting down at the next. Uh, <laughs> yeah, as soon as drinking with dad is gone, we'll do our next pilsner. Right. How's that? Oh, here that I, I just made me think of my question. Um, is there is any of the beer that's been brewed here done yet? But you, no, it's all still in the tanks for yeah. many. It, it's it's either in the tanks or going <clears throat> in the tanks imminently. Yeah, I knew it had hadn't been too long since. They had started brewing here, so I could I didn't know if it was yeah. <clears throat> if anything had been finished yet. Right, and there's uh, is it two or three? There's three three new beers that we've never done before. So yeah, we're, awesome, we're pot committed on these, but they're fantastic so far. So we'll um, we're excited about that. So there'll be new beers at the at the opening as well that awesome. we've never done. Do you guys want to answer some intentionally stupid questions? Look forward to it. Oh yeah. Who would win in a battle between a ninja and a pirate? Well, that's pretty straightforward. The pirate has a gun. Which right? one's married? I love you, Matt. That is, <laughs> I have been on a is it my roll. brains or looks? Both. Oh, you got, you're the total package. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on a roll of people finally giving the correct answer. Well, Paul, you were you about to that? give the wrong one, weren't you? Well, no, I was, I was trying to see you know, which one's married because they might have a death wish. Oh, uh, God. All right, that wasn't appropriate. Yeah, you took that Added. into a weird... <laughs> well, I'm just <laughs> saying, one, one could lay down and let the other one roll. You know, just. That's going, this is yeah, going nowhere. Just, yeah. Just, <laughs> let's ignore him, Matt. I need to pour some more. <laughs> eight, six, seven. Does pineapple belong on pizza? I say yes. I say hell no. That is correct. What? Once again, you are off base. The sweet, salty thing that elevates Mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. No, pineapple does not belong anywhere near a pizza. Are these really questions? If you already know the answers, are you? Well, they're questions. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, every question has a right. These aren't your opinions. These are right or wrong. If you already know the answers, (laughs) well, I'm just saying you're not actually seeking. uh, You know. It's kind of like an IQ quiz. Oh, you might be able to change his mind, Paul. You might. You won't, but feel free to. But 
my wife and kids have for years tried to convince me that a Hawaiian pizza isn't. Well, we've disgusting. already established that you're the best at being wrong. So <laughs> yeah, I cap off. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Name a famous person you would love to meet. This one does not have a right or wrong answer. Huh. Well, although I have faith in you being wrong, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> oh man, that's a great question. Please, that's easy. Oh, they're are they live or dead? It can be, it can be dead oh, if you want. Jeez. Do you want the one I tell my wife or what? <laughs> I just I just want your answer. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Scarlett Johansson. Mm. What does he have to follow that up? I I'm afraid just to stop right so there. We'll just stop there. I don't want to have to do editing. <laughs> and I feel like Paul's going to force me if we if we dig into that any further. Man, I think if I if I had time to think about this and didn't have the El Cabong and the eight six seven in me, it'd probably be more. Um, you know what's impressive? Probably be more philosophical. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's impressive? I just noticed both of you put on your headphones wrong. Hmm. Are they? Yeah, there's left and right. I'm wearing things his? on them. Oh no! There's you have them on backwards. Haven't you noticed that they're very uncomfortable? No, they feel no, very I like comfortable. Them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, they'd be much more comfortable if you reverse them. <laughs> <laughs> Is Nickelback a good band? I don't know if I know Nickelback song. I'm it's sure I do. do. Sing and sing one for me. No, or name one. Do we photograph? Know? Like, look at that photograph. Right blah, 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 blah. Not a fan. Not a fan. No. I mean, I can tolerate them. I'm being serious. You got to say, I'm sure if, if if I heard it, I'd be oh, shit. Or the 10 or 5 or whatever. How many top songs did it have? I don't know. A lot. A lot? Yeah, they're humongous. All right. Uh, yeah. Cue one up for me. All right. While you answer the next one, I'll get something going. Uh, if you were a new Spice Girl... What would your name be <laughs> if you were a new member of oh the Spice Girls? Oh. Is there to be a spice? I guess, I guess I'd be cardamom. Well, I mean, sporty oh, spice isn't a spice. spice? <laughs> it's more of like an attribute. Oh, it's a tribute? Because like, there's posh spice, sporty spice. I, I, I couldn't name the Spice Girls if you asked that, me. I, that's where I... I might ended. switch from Scarlet to one of the Spice Girls if you want. <laughs> I don't know. What's, I, I, I know the Spice Girls. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't sing one of their songs, but um, I don't know. I don't understand Jeez. how I have full... 5G bars, but I can't get this to load. How about leave me alone, Spice? Is that can that? Yeah, that, that works fine. Room? All right, <laughs> leave me be. Don't ask me any questions. He's ham- <laughs> he's, he's Hemlock Spice. That's his <laughs> meanie Spice. Who would play you in a movie about your life? Oh my gosh! You know what would be a combination. Um, uh, Tom Cruise, but then you'd have like Joe Pesci's like Goodfellas attitude. How about that? <laughs> so you're saying you have the looks of Tom Cruise, but the attitude of Joe Pesci? Damn right. Uh, <laughs> wow. That's tough. Follow that one up, Paul. Man. Scarlett Johansson. 
Well, she is a very <laughs> underrated actress. She's, she's done. You look good in hills. Amazing. Amazing you, you roles. You look good in high hills. <laughs> um, well, let's see. I mean, the, the go-to answer would be some sort of, a, you know, Brad Pitt, George Clooney hybrid. But uh, it probably wouldn't sell. So <laughs> I'd have to go with the you know, Walter Matthau probably. I don't know. Is that too old oh. to say? Um, it works. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. That's good. <laughs> is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes. I don't know. I don't eat meat, so I don't. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I still eat. I eat seafood and fish. But so I you're a pescatarian. Meat. Yes. Yeah. Did so. not know that about you. You don't have yeah. to be a meat eater to know the answer to the question. I never liked hot dogs, so I don't. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. That's um, Nickelback. Yeah, that's banned. I'd go to Merriweather, pay twenty bucks to see him. I don't think they. <laughs> I don't think a Nickelback concert. They're not around is anymore. No, they're definitely around. They kids came out with a new album, and they're touring. But I'm guarantee they're not twenty dollars for a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you won the Powerball, what is the first thing you would purchase? Hmm. Oh, you know what? A deck. I probably shouldn't say this. Would it be a brewery? No, the first <laughs> things I would sell. <laughs> you know, I might be in that same category, Paul. <laughs> you don't have to win the Powerball to I, sell. I would just give it. Oh. I'd see, that wouldn't, yeah, oh, I, wouldn't okay. to, I wouldn't sell it. I'd yeah. give it. Be a charitable <laughs> donation. Yeah. Mm. So if you, if you won the Powerball, you'd give away? Your... It's the gift that keeps on giving, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> what would the name of your biography be? Um, silence. There you go. Unsung hero. Oh, wow. That's a bold. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's no more bold than saying that yeah. you, you need Tom Cruise to pay you for your love. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> you because of you. <laughs> uh, let's kind see. of go hand in hand. <laughs> I have a history of just continually rolling the dice on probably not real smart things. So I would have to be. Roll the dice. Oh, I like that. That is a good nice. one. All right, one more. If you drop food on the floor, what is the maximum amount of time that it's still acceptable to eat it? It depends on where you are. Who's in the room? <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, so where are we? If we're in a, like, a restaurant that that carpet's been there for quite some time... I think if it's if like your house, then I'm five I think seconds. it's unlimited. I think it's five seconds. No matter where? Yeah. Oh. I'm not sure man. five seconds is <laughs> even, you know. So this floor right now. Yeah. Oh, this is clean. All you're going to get here is a little drywall. Maybe some paint specs on it. A little so edible? A little yeah, you're, I mean, this is like <laughs> unlimited right here. As long as it doesn't need to be refrigerated. You can, I mean, you're talking about a long time. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. I got one for it's, you. This wow. is my go-to question. Right. To really get to know someone. Okay. All right. You have to think about this. Are you sock, sock, shoe, shoe, or sock, shoe, sock, shoe? I mean, it's easy because I'm not, first of all, I'm not an animal, so my shoes are by the front door. Oh, okay. So it's sock, sock, get ready and do everything I need to do in the morning and then shoo-shoo on my way out the door. Oh, interesting. Okay. 
I didn't even know that was a question. It, people put on one sock and then one shoe and then one sock and one shoe. People, people do that? I'm sock, shoe, sock, shoe. You wear you shoes kidding? in the house? No, I go barefoot. But then, Oh, and then what, put your socks on before get, you go out the door? I'm ready in the morning. I'm getting my shoes on. Once I get one foot up over my knee to put the sock on. You don't want to move again. No, I'm going to put the shoe on <laughs> right after it. I'm efficient that way. <laughs> I have never heard that before in my life. I have never heard. Uh, seriously, I have never With heard. It's just kind of like a Nickelback song. I've never heard that before <laughs> in my life. If you had known this about him, would you have not gone in the business? I think there's him? something psych- psychosomatic about that. That when you go, I'm just glad you don't shoe, wear your house. You you don't wear shoes in your house. Well, I mean, I might. I wear slippers. Well, that, those are house shoes, though. True. Yeah. And a leather. He wears it, or not leather. He wears that silk, silk smoking jacket. Hey, what <laughs> I wear so. in the privacy of my own home is none of your business. I'm going to. Ha- I, you know what? I'm going to have to pay attention to my daughter. Yeah. Tomorrow morning now because she also does not put her socks on until she's ready to leave the house. Okay. Put, and puts right. them up. So I guess it's not. So I guess it's either if you're old or young. You, <laughs> it's a valid question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, on the spectrum, literally. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Nobody thinks about it. It's a subconscious thing. It speaks to where. Well, I mean, I put my socks on when your I get mechanics dressed. are. Yeah. I mean, it's like okay. so. It's definitely sock, sock. Make coffee. Make breakfast. It should never yeah. be shoe sock, shoe sock. I know that much. Just lack. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. <laughs> That's, oh god! Um, I think it's time to say goodbye. <laughs> All right, come um, on. We got some more questions. Don't we? Yeah. Do you have anything else for any other wise tidbits for me, Paul? Uh, no, I'm going to let it ride till we, <laughs> till we, till we get to the next one. I'll bring another musical <laughs> instrument at our next. Uh, All right. Uh, thank you so much, gentlemen. I look forward to uh, May the date again. I think it's 5th, 6th, 7th. Is that right? That first weekend? Yeah, that sounds right. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I look forward to come out and seeing uh, this place completed because, like I said, it does look beautiful in its very unfinished sheen of drywall dust and paint splattering. So I think it'll be a very beautiful place once it's completed. Uh, And thank you, everyone, for listening. Cheers. 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 Thank you. The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. Be sure to like us on Facebook, and if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening. Oh my God, that's good.